everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Uh, so hi everyone, Larissa Russell from Creative You, and today I have Melissa Rolfs, who's a certified holistic health and life coach who helps busy women create new healthy habits so they can lose weight for good, gain energy, and be the woman they desire to be. She's committed to empowering women to break free from dieting, emotional eating, and self-image issues so they can ditch the diet mentality and feel confident and empowered in their own skin. After her own tumultuous history with food, withholding, and then later in life binging, she learned how to deal with the core issues around her broken relationship with food, past trauma being a part. As a result, she felt called to go to school and learn to teach other women how to do the same. She graduated from the Health Coach Institute as a holistic health and life coach in 2018 and is the proud owner of Free to Be Coaching. She is a proud Boilermaker alumna living in Tucson with her husband, Chad, and two kids. So welcome. Hi, Melissa. Thank you. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. I'm very excited to have you. I don't think we've had a, a health coach yet, so this is kind of something a little bit different and exciting. So Awesome. Can you share some of your story and your path? Absolutely. Um, I had a very tumultuous childhood and repressed a lot of what happened. And after getting married later in life, all of the trauma that I had endured came flushing back. Um, and after we had children, I was diagnosed with PTSD as a result of my childhood and at that point really felt a lot of hope it probably sounds crazy but felt hopeful that i knew what i was dealing with and knew that if this is what was going on that there was a way to find the hope and the help that i needed so um went to a naturopath and she discovered all of my supplement levels were low my serotonin was off my cortisol was off i was a hot mess and so she gave me a bunch of supplements and i did therapy and that combination is really what helped me get to a path of healing and health and wholeness and part of why I do what I do. So that's the short view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I was just, as you were saying all that, and I'm like, wow, that sounds really familiar. I'm working with a naturopath right now to sort of work through some of that stuff. So good. Yeah. And so what does healing with creativity mean to you? Well, I remember my therapist saying I was very creative when I was in my journey. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Here I was a mom. I had a two-year-old and a newborn. And I felt like in that place, you don't have a ton of creativity, maybe with making their food, but I felt like my creativity had been kind of sucked dry. So I feel like as they have gotten older and I've tapped into that part of myself, I feel like it's been exciting to create and design new things. I'm very visionary and very visual. So I'll do a lot of like planning on a dry erase board. Um, I like to create things graphically on the computer, create meals, recipes. It's just been cool to kind of give myself permission 
to see what she meant by I was creative because I've always held on to that, but I never knew what it meant. So it's just been really healing and freeing to try different things and really allow myself the time and the space to do that. So no, I don't absolutely. know if I answered your question, but <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and that's great because, you know, a lot of people think of creativity as, you know, painting a masterpiece or writing a book or, and creativity is in everything that we do. So that healing aspect of it, that's amazing that you brought up all of those things that most people don't even think of. So mm -hmm. that was really great. Well, um, thank you. Cause I don't know, I would have identified those as creativity, to be honest with you. Like you said, I always thought it was like having a masterpiece and a brush. And I think my view was just so put in a box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's true for a lot of people. They just, they, I'm not creative is a standard answer that I hear from people and everyone is creative. It's just finding out how, how that works for them and, Absolutely. and sort of pulling that out so that they, they can embrace that. So, wow. yeah. So do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? Absolutely. I feel very called to pay it forward and help women who are where I was because I know what that's like. I know how, hopeless it is to be there. And so I just feel very called to pay it forward and come alongside and journey with those women who are where I was. And maybe they don't know that they had trauma or maybe they do know that they had trauma and they don't know how to go forward with it. And I think for me, I was stuck in it and I couldn't figure out how to function and live outside of that. So I really desire to come alongside and help women do that because I think that's a big, a big part is helping people who are where you were and being mm -hmm. able to know for me that my pain had a purpose. I think that has been the hardest part is feeling like, why did I go through this? Why did this happen? But really knowing that the pain has a purpose to help other people is also really what keeps me going. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think everyone needs to have that, that or feel a purpose. Yes. Everybody has purpose, but they need to feel and know what their purpose is. So that's, that's awesome that you figured that out. And so how would you say, well, I mean, you've touched on this a little bit, but how a uh, past pain has informed your life purpose and how you specifically want to contribute to life. Yeah, I think definitely through what I'm doing with my coaching, but also as a mom, I feel like it's kind of a new opportunity to give my kids what I didn't have that I wish that I had. Um, so I think just looking at it from that perspective is really interesting too. Um, and not just for my kids, but like I serve with my daughter's youth group. Like I, I'm trying to be the person that I wish I had when I was younger. I'm sure you've heard that quote. Mm -hmm. um, so really just being mindful of how people perceive things and being that person that would have been so helpful for me on my journey. Right, right. No, that, that makes sense. And so what is your favorite creative healing modality? Oh, I think the thing that I have done the most consistently and I enjoy doing, and it's going to sound crazy, is exercising. It's moving my body. It's um, just turning on some music and dancing or going for a walk or doing something to move and get that blood flowing and help me to feel energized and reduce, release the endorphins in my brain. And just, I think that's been kind of my saving grace <laughs> has yeah. been the exercise component. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good answer. Um, yeah, that's excellent. And what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date? 
I think raising my kids so differently from the way that I was raised because I really had to fight. I think we know what we know and what we came from and whether it's good or bad, that's what we know. That's how we're conditioned. Those are our patterns. And so I think to dig deep and do that healing work and realize that I don't have to recreate what I had and do that differently for my kids, I think has been my greatest accomplishment. Are they perfect? No. Am I a perfect parent? No. But I think I'm doing things differently for them. And I think that's really good. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, I think the hope, right, is that each generation does that little bit better, a little bit better. And, you know, we learn from our mistakes. That's hope, oh, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Hope, 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 all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would it be? Gosh, just one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really would love to see people do the work to get healing because we all have had pain. We've all had hurts. We've all had traumatic experiences. And I think that there is, I don't know if stigma is the right word, Larissa, but there is just this, I don't know if it's wanting to be stuck or stay stuck or not knowing how to get out of it, but I would just love for people to be equipped and empowered to know that they can change and they can do things differently than the way that they were done for them or to them and that they don't have to stay the same, like change is possible. It's that hope, right? Like hope that, that it doesn't need to be this way. Yes, absolutely. So you said just one. Is there, do you have more ways you want to, that you'd want to help and, and change? Well, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with maybe a couple. What? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for me, like when I did the inner work and I realized the impact that the supplements had on my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health, mm -hmm. it gave me a desire to eat better and to take better care of myself. And so I think a lot of us don't realize the impact and the connection that food has on our thoughts, on how we feel. And I, I, a lot of the women that I work with are not connected and they don't know how to listen to their body. So I would love for people to understand that connection and how food makes them feel good or it makes them feel bad or it drains their energy because it's not one size fits all. So I think it's really understanding your unique body type. So I'd love for people to see the impact of food and nutrition has on their overall health. Right. And it's, it's one of those things that we hear constantly, but you know, we don't, I don't think we truly understand it um, right. at, at a depth that's important. Um, I, I find that the older I'm getting, the more important this becomes to me. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Struggling Absolutely. with pain issues and, mm -hmm. you know, swollen joints and um, foggy memory and different things like that. And it's like, wow, what I eat really makes a difference in all of that. Absolutely. And I used to laugh at people who did that. I thought they were crazy and I thought they had four heads and yeah. now I'm one of them. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I wish I'd figured it out younger. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great one. Like just, <laughs> I agree with you. Let's well, pass and that it's on. Neat. Cause my kids are learning it. They're like, Oh, when I eat this, I feel this way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how amazing that you're learning this at your age when I was like in my 40s and figuring this out. So that's, yeah, encouraging. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It is. That's, oh, that's great. So what strength-based inspirational advice would you give to someone who's struggling? There's always hope. 
and it might take knocking down a few doors and it might take trying different things, but there is always hope and to keep on going because it's, it's going to come. The answer is going to come. You're not ever without hope. No, you might feel like it, but that is, that's not, that's not truth. Right. Sometimes it takes longer than you think it should. <laughs> Absolutely. And it might be harder than you want it to be too, right? But yeah. at the end, at the end, it's worth it. I mean, I think that's the other thing is we do this work and we endure this, this pain and these memories and whatever, and we don't know what the other side is like. But when you go through it and you get to the other side, you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I want everybody to come through this valley with me. So, yeah, I understand that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's similar. I mean, the work I do is with creativity, um, but it's all healing work, right? And yes. so that's, that's what's so important, um, I think, is that people work on themselves and know that there is better ways for themselves, right? And it's not my way or, or you know, a certain way, but there are better ways to be, um, put yourself into a healthier, happier place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? Hmm. I think going back to the hope, um, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul because we always have hope. And if, you know, in coaching, we talk a lot about anchoring and that's really finding something in your environment that will be a visual reminder of why you're doing what you're doing. And I think mm -hmm. if we always have that visualization, we always have that hope. And it's when we lose sight of that, I think that we, see the other side and we see the things that maybe we, we don't want to see or we don't want to experience. So I think if we just keep our eyes on the prize and know that we always have that hope that that's, that's what gets us through. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely true. It's true. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with everyone? Um, anything that we haven't covered or that you're just dying to tell people? I know that it can be hard and it can be painful and sometimes you might feel like you have opened Pandora's box and what's going to happen when you, you know, have done that. Um, for me, that's how I felt when I remembered the trauma and what had happened. Yeah. But I also remember feeling such a relief and knowing that I don't have to hold this anymore because I think as women, we tend to be secret keepers and we want to keep everybody safe and protect everybody around us and we hold things and that works for a while. It might be an effective coping mechanism, but it ends up eating us inside. So I just talked to a woman today who had done the same thing and was working through some things and realized she said, now that I have admitted this and I have like started the healing journey, I really feel free and I feel like I can be my authentic self and I'm not having this elephant on my chest is what she said, because I think when we keep those secrets, that's what it does. Oh, absolutely. I can so um, empathize with that elephant on the chest feeling and um, yeah, that, that resonates with me. Maybe that's a better, better way of saying it. That really resonates with me. Yeah. I think it so resonates important. with a lot of us because we don't, you know, know how to cope. And that's why I turned to food. I was like, oh, I just, I'm going to eat these feelings away. And I didn't, I didn't know how to deal with them. So I think mm -hmm. when you know how to deal with them in a healthy way, it, it it's this ripple effect on every area of your life. Cause she even said, I'm more able to be present with my kids now. And that's, that's beautiful. Like that's, you know, yeah, irreplaceable. So yeah, absolutely. So important. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I want to thank you so much. We will be sharing your links and your social media and, you know, website and, and that sort of information with everyone when we air this episode. So I just want to thank you so much for doing this today. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. It was awesome to talk with you. Yes. Oh, 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 oh